Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Hour number two of Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Oilers were on the ice uh, about an hour ago or so in San Jose. Three games in a row in California to uh, put a bow on what is actually a six-game road trip. If you back out the scope of things, they had three in New York home for a five-day layoff for Christmas. Got an extra day break in there, maybe two, in fact, but uh, did ultimately uh, head off today. They were on the ice and skated in the following line combinations. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins along with Connor McDavid, Zach Hyman, Leon Dreisaitl centering uh, Warren Fogle and Ryan McLeod. Derek Ryan with Matthias Janmark and Evander Kane. James Hamblin with Connor Brown and Adam Ernie. Dylan Holloway was on the ice. He's trying to work his way back from a knee injury. Currently on the long-term injured reserve. Sam Gagne was not on the ice. He is uh, dealing with a short-term undisclosed injury. That's uh, the best labeling I can do for you there. Again, that's a quick peek at the uh, injury report for James H. Brown as we reference back there. You can keep in touch on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted. With Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue in Edmonton. Open Monday to Saturday. 8.30 puck drop tomorrow night. Let's set it up with our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. That's John Shannon joins us once a week. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Happy holidays, John. How's it going? 
Yeah, you too, Brendan. Hope you had a good time, and uh, hope you have a happy new year. I yeah, appreciate it. Likewise, <laughs> a couple of down days, just like the Oilers had. But as we're starting to see with this team, I mean, they're hitting the, the brakes uh, at inconvenient times. We were able to swing things around, get a momentous victory on consecutive nights, really. Beating New Jersey was one thing. Doing it again against the Rangers, a real significant uh, a feather in the cap, I would suggest, for this Oilers side. They can't afford to be losing any kind of games, so scoring four in the third, pretty integral there. But then you got to kind of sit with that, I guess, for a few days and hope that you can recapture some of it again in San Jose. That's going to be the tough part. Well, and let's remember the last time this team was in San Jose, what happened. And I, I can guarantee you the players have remembered that uh, in, in terms of what it was like for... Um, for the, the Oilers at that time, the, uh, the Sharks had just come off their first victory of the season against Philadelphia the previous Tuesday. So th- I think this will be a much more intense game uh, than people would probably anticipate. Yeah, San Jose, they're the bottom of the league in goals per game, goals against per game, but throw it all out the window, as we saw in the first meeting. And to that end, Edmonton's been a little bit inconsistent, even in the games that they're winning. The the first half or even the first two-thirds of that game against the Rangers, they weren't sticking around with the best in the East. They found a way to get it done, but I, I'm still finding myself trying to put my finger on exactly who these Edmonton Oilers are right now. Well, it, it's funny. Um, it does appear that they have found a little bit of chemistry, albeit you know, short, very short term, small sample size, uh, with putting two speedsters in McLeod and Fogel with Leon. Uh, the other thing it speaks of is, and, it's, and it, Chris Knobloch says this all the time, he doesn't like changing lines to get another line going because it might disrupt the original line and that's exactly what happened uh, in the first game of the road trip against the island when they when move things around uh, so Nugent Hopkins is back with Hyman and McDavid which makes a ton of sense but if they're able to put those two together and then take advantage of um, Matthias Janmark's I think really solid play through the first uh, 30, 33 games of the season uh, to me, that's there. There are some positives to put in place, but they need more consistency out of their bottom six, and they need more consistency out of Leon Dreisaitl's line. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, one of the things that did happen is the response to Connor Brown uh, getting sat for a game. And it wasn't the response by Connor Brown. It was the response by guys like McLeod and Fogle. And and to me, I I think that they, it wasn't as though it was an overt wake-up call necessarily. But, I mean, Brown sits and then there's two-point games in in the following nights by the other two. So I think the message was sent and received. And even with the likes of... And I said this to Elliot earlier in the show. It's how those goals were scored by those guys. Taking it right to the front of the net where playing on the perimeter was something they were struggling with before. So uh, just maybe a thought on the impact of the decision to Paul Brown from the lineup. And if you agree, those guys responded. Well, we, we talked about it last week when it happened. And it had to happen. Uh, Connor wasn't playing well. Uh, he he wasn't getting any impact other than what he did on the penalty kill. And let's face it, the only reason he got back in the lineup is the Sam Gagne injury. Yeah. 
if Sam had not gone down, I suspect that Connor Brown would we would be talking about Connor Brown's three game streak of not playing. Um, you know, Connor Brown's a proud guy. He knows that he has not delivered what was expected of him. It's not for lack of effort. It's not for lack of professionalism. But his, you know, his hands and his legs just aren't there yet. Whether that's um, whether that's a symptom of being off for most of last year, or his age, or both, you know, he's going to have to start to do a lot more in order to try to make this a positive season. He still has a chance, and he's done it when they're five on four. He's done an amazing job killing penalties, but he has to be more than a special teams guy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's, it's funny. I use the line, you don't hear about penalty kill merchants at all. But it is, is something you talk about when a guy isn't performing offensively. What else are you doing for me? So at least there's something there that uh, it just, you know, when you're paying a guy $3.25 million next season, to show up, essentially, whether he shows up for you or somebody else. This is how yeah. the contract is constructed. I think that's what makes it difficult to pallet. And then you have to remember in the same vein, there's 50 games left in this season, so maybe he becomes uh, more what we expected. You know, the intangibles of what Connor Brown brings, and people don't want to hear this stuff because they want to see statistics, and I don't I don't blame them. I mean, I'd like to see a few goals, too. Um but he he is beloved in the room. You know the the veteran players, the young players, they look up to Connor Brown. Um, and whether it be the guys that played back in Erie with him, uh, or the or or one of the coaches, um, but he has a very good reputation inside the dressing room. People, the players aren't talking behind his back saying he's no good he's got to get his act together they're actually very supportive of Connor Brown which I think has probably kept him in the lineup longer than most people have anticipated so from that perspective what he brings as a leader um, is is a positive in addition to the penalty kill but he's got to start delivering points uh, at key times and he's got to start putting that shot on the net and in the net. Chatting with John Shannon right now, our NHL insider. And you, you talk about him sort of being the uh, the Zach Hyman light. Well, that's hard to duplicate this year because Zach Hyman has 19 goals well on his way to a career high. Why do you think that here as he continues the evolution of his career as an oiler, year three worth with this team, why do you think he's found such success on the offensive side of things given uh, now that he's you know he came in as basically the guy who was known for work ethic and he's turned this into an 83 point year last year and uh, on and on the pace for basically the same well I think one of the key things is that they have kept him with Connor McDavid almost 100 percent of the time uh, I think players like 
uh, continuity. I think they, they like playing with the same guys all the time. Um, and, and, and then when you combine McDavid's speed and skill with Hyman's tenacity and work in the corners, it's a really good combination. And there was no reason to break it up at any point. So I, I think that's a big part. Um, you know, because even though it's year three, there was a there was a ton of times where he was with Dreisaitl or with someone else, uh, and wasn't necessarily with McDavid all the time. And I think that's a big part of his success. And the other one is is that he he understands his role on special teams, on the power play, where to be. You know, three goals and a total of seven seven feet of of shooting the puck. <laughs> Those are important things for him. Yeah, and shooting the puck a lot. It's 113 shots on goal leading this team uh, by a, a, a lot, in fact. So Evander Kane would be the next guy. He doesn't have 100 shots up on the board. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting as we talked about watching them reemerge from another break. They had no problem in the rest versus rust debate. They they kind of laughed that off against, uh, I think it was New Jersey that they yeah. got out of the gate the last time around. And uh, so again, you you worry about the proverbial trap game against one of the worst teams in the league. Just while we're talking about uh, maybe a team that's going to land Macklin Celebrini here in uh, in San Jose, John, have you been following the the couple of games for for Canada so far and the latest projected first overall pick? Uh, I watched a little bit. I, I must admit, I'm one of those guys that I'm I'm late to the World Juniors because. Um, I, I don't really get excited about ten nothing victories. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Mind you, I, I, I watched a bit today against Latvia, and he certainly has uh, he certainly has some unbelievable skill. Yeah, he does. Uh, he's leading the Boston Terriers in scoring as a seventeen year old right now. So he's he's got it figured out, and I think that that tie to to Mike Greer there to the Boston Terriers uh, may well end up parlaying itself into a first overall pick. But uh, at the NHL level, um, well, actually, maybe we go to the AHL level here because something interesting, uh, obviously, we've been following John is is just the the almost dry trade value of Philip Broberg. Finally, he's getting some ice time. That's what everybody knew that he needed. And it sounds like for what was uh, cratered draft stock even a few weeks ago that things might be trending in a better direction as Bakersfield now emerges from their uh, Christmas break tonight as well. Yeah, I, I, but I, I just don't see, I don't see him as trade bait just yet, Brendan. Um, I, I think there's a real desire in the organization to see a first round pick survive and thrive at the NHL level with for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I know it's a little different and the hardcore fan will, you know, will jump out and attack me for this. But in, you know, Evan Bouchard went through a little bit of this uh, in that year that he went back and forth and, and started the year in, in, in a Bakersfield before getting to the big leagues and before staying, um, you know, Broberg has Broberg has a, a, a huge opportunity, um, and I think that they want to give it to him here in Edmonton. But it's it, it, the timing is not right now when you are demanding of your roster to win every night. This is not a teaching school at the NHL level. That's what Bakersfield is all about. So I can see what I can see why the Oilers have done what they did, 
and sent him, sending him down while they could. Uh, now they have to give him that opportunity there, and then they have to look at it and say, hey, are we all set, are we good for what we need to do to bring him back up at a certain point? And by the way, and I'll ask you this, Brendan, rather than me, you asking me, if he was to come up, who's coming out of the lineup? Well, that's what makes it real difficult because the the response by Vincent DeHarnay to the new coaching staff and his value to the penalty kill, I don't know that you can do that. And so does Brett Kulak's seat get real hot? Well, I mean, that's got to be a tough case that you make there as well. So, yeah, that makes it uh, a real difficult thing. You wanted the player to, uh, to, I don't know, to claim something. And I just don't think that that happened there. And instead we saw DeHarnay sort of default to number six is that fair to say oh i think that is really fair to say and i do think that uh, you know that uh, what mark stewart and paul coffee have done with the defense has made a difference for a few of the guys and and changed the way the game is played not just for the guys at the bottom six but but all six defensemen that play on a regular basis i also don't think you want to bring broberg up and play him as the seventh i think that what we've learned um at this point is, is if you're going to do that if you're going to do that as a seventh defenseman you're basically saying we only have 11 forwards and i don't think i, I don't think that this coaching staff wants to play the game that way I would agree with you on that front. One more question here, and it pertains to something that uh, sort of captured the hockey world, even if it was just for a moment in time on X or Instagram, but Connor Bedard, Trevor Zegras, each pulling off the Michigan in the same evening, no less. It's just to me, I, you know, I get that there's purists out there who don't like that kind of thing, but in terms of, uh, I guess, not necessarily highlighting where the game's going, but just a look at two of the younger up-and-coming players and pulling off just it's magical to watch that it is i mean uh, the the fascination uh with Connor bedard period um right now is is truly amazing when you consider that the blackhawks are you know one of the most uh, <clears throat> frustrating teams to watch in the nhl but bedard is worth every penny of admission so uh, here, but here's here's my thinking, and and I am I am a traditionalist in the uh, in part of the game, and part of this, my concern is what what is this leading to, where is this going, are we going to see someone who has unbelievable skill and and, and speed, be able to carry the puck up the ice from blue line to blue line, is should that be legal, you know. Uh, I think the skill of shooting or of skating and stick handling is tremendous, but I don't sure if carrying the puck on the blade of your stick away from the defenders, and if you can beat them with your speed, I'm not sure that's a hockey play, Brendan. I'm not sure it is, and that's why you know, as an extension, I'm not sure that what these guys are doing as as dramatic and as talented as they are and as dramatic as the goal is is that really in the best interests of hockey at some point it, it differentiates handball and basketball when you when you dribble the basketball right so it's it's what makes the sport the sport john always great to catch up with you appreciate you loaning some time here in this uh, down period between christmas and and new years enjoy the game tomorrow
Right. Talk soon. Cheers. All right. All right. John Shannon, our NHL insider for legacy heating and cooling. A reminder that some guests of Oilers now do receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Try Wagyu steak today. Why don't you? We're back in a sec. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. One time at radio school, I played this song and it was not the clean version. And boy, was I embarrassed and in trouble. The management and staff of Brentridge Ford would like to thank all of their loyal customers for their business in 2023. While the year has had some challenges, the one constant has been the great customers that they get to serve. Best wishes to everybody in 2024 from Brentridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. We will hear all about the new Edmonton Oil Kings and uh, maybe a little preview of tonight's act. They're on the road for seven. It's going to be a tough road trip through BC and the U.S. GM Kurt Hill will join us from Prince George ahead of puck drop against the Cougars. And he'll tell you who he acquired on the trade uh, market this afternoon. All that coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Zach Ferguson.